family radio station in North Georgia. It's 8.30 and time once again for the Bible Broadcast with Evangelist Keith Allison. Well, greetings, friend, and welcome again to the Bible Broadcast. This is Evangelist Keith Allison out of Demarest, Georgia. And again, I would like to welcome you to 30 minutes of Bible study, Bible exposition out of the good word of God. Let me say that today's program is sponsored by Keith Allison Ministries. And the, this is a faith-based, listener-supported ministry of Demarest, Georgia. And we just welcome you and thank you. If you are a first-time listener, if you'll mark the time of the day and the station on which you are listening and come back again next week at the same time, the Lord willing, we'll be back on the air sharing another message from the good Word of God. And we are honored to have you as a listener today. I do want to thank those of you that have reached out and let me know that you listen to the program. Thank you, whether you're sending a card, a text message, an email, uh, or even a phone call. I want to thank you for letting me know that you are listening to the Bible broadcast. We have been on the air since uh, 1984, and uh, I'm thankful that God has led us carry the Word of God on the radio all these years. And so we're just honored uh, to be uh, still a part of radio ministry. I know that there's a lot of uh, radio stations that no longer carry gospel programming, and uh, I know that things have changed so much over the years, but I'm grateful for these stations that still have a desire and a burden to air Christian programming, and then I am honored to be able to have a time slot with these radio stations and their owners, staff. I'm just grateful for all that they do. And if I were you as a listener, I would be sure and let my radio station know that you appreciate them carrying Christian programming. And I do trust and hope that we are making a difference. I'll invite you to go to my website. It is KeithAllisonMinistries.com. That is KeithAllisonMinistries.com. And uh, on the website, you'll see the radio stations that I am currently on. You'll also see the books that I have written and how that you can order those. And then also, uh, you'll be able to see a short-term itinerary. You'll see that uh, uh, where I'm going to be preaching in revivals or prophecy conferences or Sundays, whatever the case may be, and uh, you can follow our schedule there as well. But we'd love for you to go to the KeithAllisonMinistries.com and let me encourage you to take a look at the books that I have. I have a book on prophecy entitled Discerning the Times, Identifying Where We Are Prophetically, I have a book entitled Bible Truth for Marriage and the Home. I think it would be a real blessing and a help. And then I have a book entitled Spiritual Gifts, uh, a book that discusses all the different spiritual gifts that the Bible talks about and how to use those for the glory of God. And then we have a book entitled The Doctrine of Sanctification. Uh, once a man is saved, that is only the beginning we are to change and develop and to be like God wants us to be, and that is the process of sanctification. So all of these books would be a great asset 
to you and your family. And uh, so let me encourage you. And they are, for you that are preachers, they are outlined, they are alliterated and very easy to follow. And a lot of pastors use them as guides as they preach through them or use them in Sunday school or Wednesday night studies or small group studies. Uh, they can be used in many, many different ways. So if, uh, we'd encourage you to go again to KeithAllisonMinistries.com. All right, today we're going to open our Bible to the book of Revelation chapter number 16. Revelation chapter number 16, and we are in uh, the process of bringing messages concerning prophecy, that is things that are to come. And last time on the radio, we began this little uh, message on a world at war, on a world at war. Several broadcasts ago, we looked at the uh, invasion from the north by that coalition of nations that are found in Ezekiel 38, and we saw them, how that they invade uh, into the land of Israel during the early part of the tribulation period. Again, let me set the stage for you. I believe that the Bible teaches the next great prophetic event will be the rapture of the church, the catching away of the church of the, of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then when the church has been removed, then the man of sin will be revealed, the Antichrist, and he will make a covenant with the nation of Israel that is to last for seven years. And this seven-year covenant marks the beginning and the duration of the 70th week of Daniel's prophecy. And this is that seven-year tribulation period. And so what we're doing is we are looking at different military invasions into the Middle East during that tribulation period. So uh, from the standpoint of the chronological order, I believe that all these things that I'm preaching on will happen after that the church has been removed from this world. Thank God for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. But this tribulation time is coming. And so we look first of all and saw in Ezekiel 38 and 39 that Magog, whom we identify as Russia, Magog and Persia, which is modern-day Iran, along with Ethiopia and Libya and Gomer, which is Germany, and then to Gomorrah, which is uh, the land of Turkey today, how that these nations form a coalition and move uh, into the land of Israel. And, of course, they are destroyed by the Lord in the mountains of Israel. And then we look the last time in Daniel chapter number 11, and we saw how that at the midway of the tribulation period, that is about three and a half years into it, the Antichrist, the beast, 
of the book of Revelation will move his army and of course he is going to be the head of a ten nation confederation uh, I believe out of the Europe area land that at one time makes up or made up the old Roman Empire and so that the kingdom of the Antichrist is going to be what Bible uh, professors refer to as the revived Roman Empire. And so we saw that in Daniel 11, he moves his armies into the Middle East. He sets up the tabernacles of his palace between the seas on the glorious holy mountain. The seas being the Mediterranean and the Dead Sea, and of course the mountain being uh, where the city of Jerusalem is at. And this, no doubt, marks the middle of the tribulation period when he will break his covenant with the nation of Israel. He will set himself up and declare that he is God, Second Thessalonians chapter 2. He will desecrate the temple of the Jews, Matthew 24, 15, and of course he will demand that all the world worship him. And so we also saw in Daniel 11 where that tidings out of the east and out of the north troubled him. So when we go to the book of Revelation chapter number 16, the context is this is the sixth bowl judgment and this sixth bowl judgment is, the, is a judgment that is describing uh, for us the Armageddon campaign or the battle of Armageddon. And this takes place at the end of that tribulation time. So let's get our chronological order down. The rapture of the church takes place. The church is taken up. There'll be a seven-year tribulation period, and at the end of that seven years, the Lord Jesus is going to come again to this earth, and that's what we find in Revelation 19. And his coming will coincide with all the armies of the world gathered together in the Middle East in the land of Israel for what we refer to, and the Bible calls, uh, Armageddon. Now, Armageddon is not just one battle, but it will be a series of wars and battles throughout the tribulation period, but it climaxes or it comes to a head at the end of the tribulation period. So when we read, I'm preaching on a world at war, and we're looking at all these different military invasions into the Middle East. And right now, Israel is in our news almost daily with the war and the conflict uh, that goes on over there. And we know that they are dealing with uh, the Palestinians. We know that the Arabs, the Muslims, all have their sights set on the annihilation of the land of Israel. I preached on the anti-Semitism and we saw how that 
uh, how that all of this is collectively working and fulfilling Bible prophecy. So let's look in Revelation 16 under the sixth bowl judgment. The Bible said in verse 12, And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates. Now the river Euphrates has always been a boundary line for the nation of Israel concerning their land. Now Israel today is only living on about uh, approximately seven to 8,000 square miles, but they were promised about 200,000 square miles. So they have never occupied over about 20,000 square miles of the land that God promised them. So the country of Jordan today is, is actually on Israeli territory. And so the Euphrates River was the original boundary line for the land of Israel. So this vial is, this bowl of judgment is poured out upon the great river Euphrates that the water thereof was dried up that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. So John is seeing in Revelation 16 a, an invading army coming from the east of Jerusalem, and this would be what we call the Orient. No doubt Japan and China. You're talking about Korea. You're talking about other nations that are further to the east of the land of Israel. And so during the tribulation period, at the end of that seven year, when everything seems to be coming unraveled, and all hell is being poured out on the earth, and judgment is rampant from God, we find that the nations of the world will begin to amass great forces in the land of Israel. And the Antichrist is there, ruling the world. And then we find that there is an invading group coming from the east. This, no doubt, would include China today. And I just want to remind you that China is on the warpath. China has built seven man-made islands in the South China Sea, and they have built airstrips for their jets uh, in order to refuel them and to extend their flight patterns. China is building up their military. China is threatening to take Taiwan, and China has become the largest threat in the world today. And friend, even in America, with our seemingly open borders, there are thousands of single Chinese men of military age that are pouring into the United States, as well as from Iran and Afghanistan and Iraq and Russia. I'm telling you, friend, our politicians are crazy. They ought to shut the border down to keep all of these uh, aliens from coming in. And what we're going to find ourselves with is these foreign armies that are in opposition to us. We're going to find them with multiple troops right here on American soil 
as they have come in through our open borders. And I think it's a crying shame. Amen. But anyway, so here we see uh, we see the invasion out of Russia in the early part of the tribulation. We see the invasion by the Antichrist and his armies in the middle of the tribulation period. And now toward the end of it, we have this invasion by what the Bible refers to as the kings of the earth. But it doesn't stop there. Let's read on. In verse 13, And I saw three unclean spirits. These are devils. Listen, demons. I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon. Of course, the dragon in the book of Revelation is the devil. Out of the mouth of the beast, this is the Antichrist. And out of the mouth of the false prophet, this is the religious leader. This is the unholy trinity. Just like we've got the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Well, the unholy trinity is the devil, the Antichrist, or the beast, and the false prophet. And so these demonic spirits come out of the mouth of these three, and the Bible said in verse 14, for they are the spirits of devils working miracles. Now look what they do, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world. So this then takes us outside of the Middle East. It takes us outside of Asia and the African continent and outside of uh, the European continent but it takes us all around the world, and I believe that you would have to include the United States right here in this verse. Now, people all the time ask me, is the United States mentioned in the Bible? And I say, no, not by name, not by recognition as to who we are now. Of course, we weren't even in existence uh, when the Bible was written. But when you read where it says, unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world. You have to include us there. The United States has always been a major player in every conflict around the world. We're one of the nations that has the boots on the ground first in these military uh, engagements. And so during the ending of this tribulation period, after the devil through the Antichrist, after the Antichrist has been ruling the world, God has been pouring out his wrath and his judgment in all of these judgments upon mankind. It's been nothing short of hell on earth, and now all of these armies from around the world are amassing and gathering here in the land of Israel. And one of the things that brings them there is this anti somatic feeling that people have, this anti-Semitism. People are against the Jew and the nations of the world have a desire to annihilate the Jew and this is where it all comes to a head in Revelation chapter number 16. So these demonic spirits, you see, there will be no doubt political reason, there no doubt will be economical reason, there will be no doubt uh, a power struggle reasons as to why these nations are going to battle there. But the primary reason is that God 
working through these demonic spirits and allowing them to work and to miraculously do miracles that they might bring the nations of the world over there because it's going to be over there that God judges these armies. You see, friend, none of this is outside of the control of God. None of this is outside of God's sovereign power uh, to manipulate and to move and to orchestrate and to bring about his will in the affairs of mankind. So the entire world will gather their armies in the land of Israel at the end of the tribulation period, just right before the second coming of Christ to the great day of God Almighty. Verse 15, and I come, and excuse me, behold, I come, this is the Lord speaking, behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. And he gathered them together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon. Armageddon. Now I've been to Israel several times and I've stood in the valley of Megiddo. I've stood there and looked at this valley, uh, looked at this valley that is 14 miles wide and 20 miles long. And this valley here at Megiddo of Napoleon, when he marched his troops through it going to Egypt, Napoleon called this valley the greatest battlefield he had ever seen. It was in this valley back in Judges 5 where Barak defeated the armies of the Canaanites. It was in this valley in Judges 7 where Gideon met the Midianites. It was in this valley in 1 Samuel uh, 31 that King Saul and his sons were slain. It was in this valley and through this valley that Vespasian uh, marched the Roman troops in his march to the city of Jerusalem. It was through this valley that General Allenby took the British troops there to defeat the Turkish Empire in 1917 uh, in the land of Israel. And this word Armageddon, it comes from the word Har-Megeddon, or the hill of Megiddo, and of course Megiddo means a place of troops or a place of slaughter, a place of slaughter. And friend, God has reserved this valley. It lies as an agricultural area. There's not, it's not built up with projects and housing and industry, but it's a fertile valley today. And so God is keeping open this valley. And of course, this valley is not big enough to hold the armies of the world. As a matter of fact, a friend for some 200 miles from northern Israel to southern Israel, the entire area of Israel is going to be a bloodbath during these final days of the tribulation period. And friend, I want you to know that God, listen, two reasons for the tribulation period. Number one, God is going to judge the Gentile nations of the world. 
the armies of the world will be judged by the Lord here at Armageddon in the end of the tribulation period. And then the second person, a, a pur purpose of the, of the tribulation period is to bring the nation of Israel to a place of repentance and preparation for the coming of their Messiah. So here, now let's think about it again. Of somewhere around the early part of the tribulation period, we have the invasion by the beast, excuse me, by this northern confederacy headed up by Russia. They are destroyed in the mountains of Israel. Then the middle of the tribulation, you have the beast, the Antichrist, moving his European army into the land of Israel as he takes control and sets himself up as God and demands worldwide worship and subjection. And then toward the end of the tribulation period, there'll be a great invasion of, of armies from the east coming to the land of Israel. And then there will be, number four, this invasion by the armies from around the world as there is a divine pull on God's part to bring these nations to the land of Israel. When you go back in the Old Testament, you'll find out that in the Old Testament, this was prophesied as well. The Bible said in the book of, uh, let me just turn back and, and give you uh, what I'm talking about about this pull from around the world. In the book of, of, of Joel, Hosea, Joel, Amos, in the book of Joel, chapter number three in the Old Testament, the Bible says this in verse nine and is prophesying of that day. Proclaim ye this among the Gentiles. Prepare war. Wake up the mighty men. Let all the men of war draw near. Let them come up. Beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Let the weak say, I am strong. Assemble yourselves and come, all ye heathen, and gather yourselves together round about. Thither cause the mighty ones to come down, O Lord. Let the heathen be weakened and come up to the valley of Jehoshaphat. For there will I uh, sit to judge all the heathen round about. Put ye in the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. Come ye, get ye down, for the press is full. The vats overflow, for their wickedness is great. So the Lord is looking at the, uh, that, the battle of Armageddon as a day uh, when, the, when the grapes are ripe and gathered and put in the, 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 the press, and then they are trampled under the feet of the vine dresser. And God is saying that he's going to gather these nations to the land of Israel that he might pour out his wrath upon them. This is exactly what you read in Revelation 19. Again, describing the second coming of Christ at the end of the tribulation period while these armies are gathered in the land of Israel. The Bible says this in verse number, uh, verse number 19 of Revelation 19. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to do what? To make war 
against him that sat on the horse and against his army. It seems like that as all these armies are gathered together in the land of Israel at this time, for whatever reason they originally come for, they then turn their attention upon the coming of the Lord. And the devil instigating all of this, the Antichrist leading all of this, all of these armies will have a unified purpose in fighting against the Lord Jesus Christ. The devil has always opposed the things of God and for some reason or another, in the degenerate mind of the Antichrist and the degenerate mind of the devil, they propose that they can actually defeat the coming of Christ with this great army. And so they gather together to make war against him that sat on the horse. The ungodly hate Israel. The ungodly hate Jesus. The ungodly hates the Christian. And one of these days, there will be a unified effort among the ungodly to eventually annihilate Israel and annihilate the Lord Jesus Christ. But you know what? The beast, that, the beast and the false prophet are cast into the lake of fire alive. The Lord with the sword of his mouth will destroy all of these armies and he will overcome, amen, and set up the thousand-year kingdom age. So here for the last two weeks, we're looking at a world at war. Well, this is Evangelist Keith Allison, Demarest, Georgia. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep looking up. Jesus is coming soon. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville, Gainesville, and W248DL Murrayville, Gainesville.